Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest and sleep and uh, ready to hit the day running. And uh, it's good to be able to come together and uh, start our day off right with a good Bible study and devotion this morning. Let's see all we have. Let's see here. We've got Tracy Little, Darlene Barker, David Feathers, Jennifer Honeycutt, Miss Amy Oaks-Turner, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Jennifer Corby-Williams, Karen Smith, Mike Hensley. we got a lot tuning in this morning and glad that you are. And Donna Taylor, good morning. I appreciate you all for joining me this, today. All right, now, let's go ahead at this time. Let's do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge, to, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty, praise the Lord for... These wonderful pledges this morning. Brandy Boyd Young, appreciate you tuning in this morning. Well, I guess it's that time of day again for Mad Matt's news and comment. <laughs> it is, uh, uh, you know, each day when you turn on the news, it's uh, met with, uh, 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 I don't want to say fear, but uh, just, you know, curious what how bad it's gotten since I went to bed last night, you know. And uh, it is... Um, it's not make time this morning about uh, Disney, how they're thinking about moving to Colorado because they don't like uh, what uh, DeSantis uh, is uh, trying to do to protect our children. And they would rather live and promote a godless, perverse lifestyle than to do to than to cling to moral integrity. And uh, it's just uh, it's just so sad, uh, you know, that. Uh, they would rather push an ideology than just make it a place that is, uh, like the CEO of McDonald's said, it should be non-partial. There should be no political alliances. This is a, a fantasy world that's there for entertainment purposes uh, that kids and adults alike should be able to go and enjoy themselves, have a good time without some political ideology being shoved down everybody's throats. And it's really sad to see, and it's only going to get worse. It's not just, hello, Terry Hudson, not just um, our, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry. It's not just like down in Florida, but it's everywhere. Uh, as Christians, we're going to run more and more into these individuals who want to push this agenda. And it's time that we, as as parents, uh, as Christians, we need to start standing up against these things. I mean, we really do. We're going to have to really fight and push uh, to, to to keep our children on the right track because the world is wanting to corrupt and destroy them. And of course, we all know who behind it. That's the devil. You know, he's the father of lies. And that's what he's pushing. He's trying to pervert and has perverted what God has, has ordained and put into place. And then, uh, of course, you got the potato up in Washington. They said that he's thinking about running for 2024. I said, you need to run to the nursing home. He don't need to be, I mean, he, the, he is, it, we look so weak right now. We look, I mean, I am, I don't want our country to be attacked, but I am absolutely in shock that we haven't been. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's how weak we look right now. And uh, but again, if you go on to any kind of Twitter and look at the liberal postings and comments, how they're singing his praises, I, it is, it is, it's, I, I don't know how to put it to words. It's, it's just mind-numbingly, it, it's just, I don't know how to put it. it, it just, you look at this stuff, you're thinking, 
what what am I reading? You know, who, who thinks like these people? But uh, I don't know. It's just nuts and that and uh, this whole mask thing has gotten out of control. And uh, that's just that's the bottom line of mask is control. Now, if you're uh, immune uh, deficient, uh, you're battling cancer. Then of course, obviously, you need to wear you know you got to wear a mask to take precautions. But I'm referring to is the uh, liberal nutbags who wants to wear a three uh, mask and a, a, a visor, goggles, or whatever. And it's just you know it just it's crazy, man, how people have bought into the lies. They'd li- rather listen to Fauci's lies than listen to the truth of the gospel. That's, that's where we're at right now. That's what some saying. All right, my friends, uh, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. All right. You know, it is, um, as I look at this, I'm going well, to look at something real, real quick here. You know, a lot of times we look at God's word. You know, sometimes it's good to read what's above it and what's below it. And uh, let's look, take a little look at this verse here this morning. If I get my pages to turn. Well, come on. My fingers don't want to do what it's supposed to this morning. Okay. Um, if you look at 17, uh, verse 17 in chapter 16 of Proverbs, uh, the highway of the upright turns aside from evil. Whoever guards his way preserves his lot. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be lowly in spirit with the poor than to divide the spool with the proud. Now, that's what we're saying. The main focus here is we have to worry, be very careful and aware of our pride. And we see this verse here that pride goes for destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall, is more or less talking about sin that is in our lives. Now, you look at the arrogance of Satan who wanted to put himself above Jesus, wanted to put himself above the stars and uh, that's when he was cast out of heaven you see adam and eve who lived in paradise but they chose to be the lie of the devil and they want to be equal with god and know uh, good and evil and so we see that fall even from the beginning of time of the pride and arrogance that so many of us carry uh, in our hearts we have to be very very careful about to um, uh, make sure that we are being humble before god and it's very easy to not do that. In fact, if you look at the Hebrew Hebrew word, uh, particularly for destruction, it's it's sheber, as a as a way to put it, sheber sheber, uh, means a breaking, fracturing, crushing, breach, or crash. And that haughty arrogance, it comes. It's a fracture between us and God. See, that's why we have to be very very careful about that. That we don't have that haughtiness. We don't have that arrogance. In fact, R.C. Sproul calls it a cosmic treason. Uh, is when uh, whenever someone sins, uh, it's a conscious, a conscious decision to turn away from God. And every sin, no matter how seemingly insignificant, is an act of rebellion against the sovereign God who reigns and rules over us, and as such is an act of treason against the cosmic king. So, you know, when we make a conscious decision to sin, see, that's when, you know, you look at whether it's homosexuality, whether it's adultery, whatever, you know, when it comes to those kind of things, you know, you're making a, a conscious effort to be in rebellion against God. And whenever we sin, we do that. We give in to temptation. Remember, that, that starts in the, in the mind first. And then uh, if you allow it to cultivate and happen, then it turns into action. And then that's when it results into sin. You can't help what always flows through your head, uh, obviously. Uh, you know, it's like a, a, a river with pollution in it. Uh, you can't always help what's in there. But when you stop to pick up the trash and ponder on it that's flowing through your head, that's when that sin begins to bear fruit and uh, gains ground. And that's when you've screwed up and you messed up. So that's why, you know, that's why we see that God draws close to the humble. Uh, 
And we need to put away that pride. We need to put away that arrogance, that kind of haughtiness that we may have. Make sure that you are repentant and sincerity uh, in your actions to God. Because, you know, it's one thing to sin and mess up and just throw out a fleeting, oh, Lord, forgive me, and go on. But you didn't really seriously repent. You know, it's almost like a kid who's afraid you want to get caught or be in trouble. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And then go on and do what you want to. You know, you need to have real sincerity before an almighty God. You need to make sure that you're humbling yourselves before Jesus Christ and saying, Lord, I have screwed up again. Please forgive me. With all sincerity of your heart, please forgive me. Help me, Lord Jesus, to overcome this weakness. Help me to overcome this area of my life that uh, that I keep continually screwing up at. And uh, it, that's why it's a daily journey. It's a daily walk. It's a daily relationship with Jesus Christ. But first, you've got to put away that pride. You've got to put away that arrogance. Because, quite frankly, uh, the, when you're showing that kind of pride, uh, that you're not taking your sin seriously, uh, then that promotes a, 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 the opposite of humility uh, when you're doing those kind of things. In fact, in Revelation 3:19, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. You know, it is um, that repentant spirit that, uh, um, you know, we, we don't want to uh, do anything that turns us away from God. We, don't, we want to make sure we confess our sins and we want our desires to be changed. And that's called spiritual growth. That's called maturity. When you want to make those changes in your life to draw closer to God each and every day. And that's why it takes work. It, it's tough uh, for uh, people to uh, spend that time with the Lord like they should because you're running about, you're going to work, you're going to school, you're going to play, you want to look at your Facebook or whatever, and you're just like, well, I just don't have time for that. It takes discipline. It takes discipline to read your Bible. It takes discipline to spend time in prayer. It takes discipline to go to church. But that's what we have to do in order to safeguard ourselves, to have the ability to fight back when the devil attacks us. And, uh, you know, it is, um, uh, he knows your heart. He knows your minds. He knows your thoughts. You're not fooling anybody. You know, if you're just throwing up, well, yeah, I ask for forgiveness. But God really knows your heart if you were truly sincere or not. You know, you can put on a good act. You can put on a good front towards other people. But God knows your heart and he knows where you're at. And that's why when I pray, Lord, you know my heart. You know, uh, please forgive me. You know I'm trying hard to do the right thing. Please help me to overcome, to be strengthened, to be encouraged, to do what is right in your eyes. And, you know, and that's why when you see that apathy, that, that stagnation, that lack of growth within the Christian community, you see where they allow so, you know, people make more and more compromises with the world and they justify their sins. And, you know, that, it goes very back to what we're talking about, the, the lack of morality and ethics within this world, within the leadership of this country, the lack of morals and integrity within entertainment industry, uh, theme parks. You know, it, it's just a, a, a direct uh, in our face what we're seeing because of our lack and the ability to worship like we're supposed to, that this country is not putting God first like it once did, that, you know, people have such hatred for Christianity, such hatred for God. But, David, is, we should, there should be no surprise because just like Jesus said, they will hate you because they first hated me. It should be no shock or surprise. So it, as long as Jesus tarries, the more evil and uh, disgusting this world will become. And you think it's a cesspool now? We're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. It's going to continually uh, get worse. Uh, the sewage, if you will, of this uh, nation, of this world, is, is uh, mind-boggling, uh, to say the least. But um, that's why it's going to take real men, it's going to take real women to stand up for what is right, for what is honorable. We have to stand up for the integrity. We have to stand up for truth. It's like uh, I was on uh, uh, the Twitter verse the other day, and this guy, he just did not... Uh, 
want to hear the truth about uh, LGBTQ. He said, well, I, I come out as bisexual. He said, and you're born that way. I said, if you're born that way, then why do so many go from gay to bi to straight? If you're born that way, you can't change. I said, you believe the lie of the world. And I said, you need some deep biblical counseling for what you're dealing with. Well, the Bible doesn't condemn it. I said, son, there's all kinds of verses on there that condemning homosexuality. And that's when he tried to say, well, it's only lustful, lustful homosexuality. Well, that's not what that's saying. He, he's trying to be uh, purposely obtuse because he didn't want to hear the truth. And so, therefore, he tried to plead ignorance to what the Word of God was trying to say. I was like, God doesn't make mistakes. And I said, even if you were predisposed, and he said, it's genetic. It's been proven. I said, no, it ain't even proven. They've never proved any kind of gene or uh, chromosome that is out of whack uh, that will cause someone to be attracted to the same sex. If that was the case, do you not think it'd be all over the news? It'd be all over uh, the any kind of uh, format or parade uh, that you know, it's, it's bogus. It is a choice. But see, when you uh, when they're what they are doing is is their own arrogance, it's their own idolatry that uh, they want to be their own god, and therefore they don't want to do how what God has created. They want to do what they want to do, and that's the problem. Of what we're seeing today, and doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, is that arrogance of pride to think you know more than God. That's why people, when you pray, a lot of times you get angry when you hear the word no, because sometimes when you pray, God says no, and we don't want to hear that. We want to do what we want to do. That's why a lot of people, you know, I'm not saying you can't have friends who are in the world, but you can't have close personal relationships with those of the world because we don't need to be unequally yoked together. But you can always tell those who want to say one foot in the church and one foot in the world because you know, that way they do just enough to say they're saved. That way they say their ticket is punched. But that way they can justify their sins of what they want to do because they're hanging out with their buddies in the world. And they're, they're, are, they're in like mind with what you're wanting to do. So they help you justify, oh, it's okay to do this. It's all right. Oh, you know, my friend says it's okay. You know, the heck with what God's word says. I want to do it with my buddies support me in what I want to do instead of repenting and doing what God wants me to do. And that's what we have to be very careful because the devil makes it so easy to, to slide down a very slippery slope uh, of sin and justification. We have to stand up and say, I want to humble myself before God. I want to put away pride. I want to put away arrogance. I want to put away haughtiness. I want to be humble. I want to be uh, bow before you, Lord Jesus, and I want to seek you out and search you, search you out daily, and so that I can be closer to you. Have that Christ, that mind like, uh, have a strive for the mind of Christ. Get out of here in a second, and um, and that's what you're going to have to do. And that's when you know. I know a lot of times when you pray about situations with a job, health, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, sometimes it's tough because you're trying to seek an answer and you don't feel like you're getting a direct answer. You have to keep going to God in prayer. Lord, give me leading. Give me discernment. You know, but you have to ask yourself, am I humbling myself? Am I, is there, is there a, uh, something that's is impeding my relationship with Jesus Christ? You know, again, God knows your heart and mind. And so you may be saying, well, yeah, I'm pursuing the Lord, but I kind of like this little area in my life here. There's this one little room here that's got stuff in it that, I kind of enjoy doing. I don't really want God part of that, but I want to seek him out in these areas. No, you've got to give it all to God, every area of your life to God. And you don't want anything to fracture that relationship between you and Jesus Christ. You want your prayers to be heard. And so although anything that you have that may be impeding that relationship, you need to confront it and you need to deal with it and you need to get rid of it right now. And like I said, it is hard. It is tough. You know, as Christians, uh, you know, the Satan, the old devil attacks and, uh, 
Uh, where he sends his demons out to attack us. He knows our weak points. He knows where to shoot that fiery arrow, hit you right in the most vulnerable spot. And you're thinking, man, I was doing so good. What just what happened? You know, but you can't get to a point spiritual where you think you can put your shield down and put your sword down. We've got to. We're in the midst of a battle. We have to realize we have to be able to be strengthened. We have to be conditioned. We have to be strong enough to fight when the devil attacks. And the only way you can do that is spending that time of the Word, memorizing Scripture, spending time in prayer is the only way that you can be victorious in the battles that are to come and the battles you will face. And if you're not doing those things, then you are going to fall and you are going to fail. But when you think you can do things on your own, that's showing haughtiness, that's showing pride. That's why we have to have that humility before an almighty God and say, no, I can't, but you can. And through you, all things are possible. It is you who strengthens me. It is you who is encouraging me. It is you that is making me victorious in the battles that I'm facing. That's showing humility. That's showing trust in God. And when you think you have to do things on your own, then that's saying you don't have enough faith and trust in God to deal with the situation that you're going through. That's why we have to make sure we're showing it all in humility before an almighty God. All right, my friends, let us have a uh, word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this uh, devotion this morning. Help us to put away pride and arrogance. Help us to be humble before you. Help us to seek you out. And Lord, help us to be more like you every day. Let us cast off the old self and embrace the new creation that you have created within us. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all of our kids as we're going to school and work and play. That you watch over, lead God, and protect them, bring them back home safely. Be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching, Lord, that you'll keep them safe and well. Lord, I do pray for Miss Betty that you bring healing upon her and Tony Peters. And uh, I pray that you be with Darlene's daughter, Lord, uh, that she's trying to deal uh, with this pacemaker situation. Uh, Lord, I do pray for uh, all those who are watching today. You know the hearts and minds and needs, and your will be done in those situations. Lord, be with us. Lead God to protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, hope everybody has a great day today and a fantabulous day. And just remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.